Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Friday here on this program, and we have got a lot to talk about here today because we were not here yesterday. Had a bunch of things that came up. I actually had an appointment yesterday, and so Mike was going to do the show, and then you'll never guess what happened. His computer went all to hell. But I think we're both here today. I know I am. And so we got to catch up on yesterday. We didn't do a dynamite review. We have a we have the finals set up for next week for the AEW Championship. We can go over all of the results from that show here today. And uh, we kind of, sort of, a little bit have an update on the AEW investigation. But not much of an update. But I'm being honest with you. I'm not clickbaiting here. I'll tell you what I know after the break. We've also got uh, a Much Ado About Nothing AEW show, which somehow got a lot of traction. We've got Dynamite Ratings from Wednesday showed it a great number. Tony Khan talking about the relationship between AEW and Warner Brothers. We've got Logan Paul appearing on SmackDown tonight. Some notes from The Observer. And speaking of The Observer, The Observer himself, Big Dave Meltzer, is going to be on the show today talking about all the top stories from the latest Observer. So if you've got questions, you can certainly ask them on the chats, twitch.tv slash f 4 w video as well as video.f4wonline.com which is our youtube page and if you're listening on youtube if you're listening on youtube right now i know i've said a lot of things about the youtube subscribers or not the subscribers the the freeloaders and i take it all back if you are a freeloader and you can click that subscribe button we're eight thousand away from a hundred thousand subscribers Damn it, I want that plaque. So hit that subscribe button, everybody. I appreciate it. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me. 
did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I to get started. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. And yes, it appears that Mike Sempervivi is here today. I am. Did you miss me? No, I didn't do the show yesterday. Oh. And if Did I had... miss me in general? If in I life, had, or? who knows? Depends yeah. on how the show would have gone. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, uh, yes, we've been working on the uh, the levels in between segments here. The commercials, we had some complaints that the levels were all out of whack. And uh, we're working on that. We're going to get it fixed. And, uh, by the way, you know who was the first to hear about that? Who? My super followers on Twitter. Oh, you heard me right. You can now super follow me on Twitter. Not just follow me. Super follow me. It's essentially... Yes, a paid 
Twitter. But man, if you're a super follower for a low, low fee, it's a whole different experience. You guys have seen my free timeline. Well, some of you, if you enjoy following me on Twitter, might want to give that super follow a shot. You'll have a lot of exclusive tweets, some news. I answer pretty much everybody's questions on there, Q&As. It's a far, far better experience than my free timeline. And I very much appreciate everybody that is super followed already. I will make it worth your while. Much like I make it worth everyone's while when I do cameos at 4W Online. All right, you sick of all that crap? Let's talk about some news. Now, I want to make this abundantly clear. This is this is not like a confirmed story or anything like that. And I usually don't like rumors and just spreading rumors. But I, I just want to at least say this, okay? I want to at least say this. This is not just something I heard from one random bloke, okay? I heard this today, I asked around, and it's definitely something that is being discussed, okay? That doesn't mean that this is going to turn out to be exactly how it is, but I heard this morning that many people have heard that there is a uh, possibility that we're going to hear something about these suspensions today. And there's only a few people still under suspension. That would be CM Punk, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, obviously Ace Steel, and we've been waiting, and a couple of days ago, they, they took uh, several people off suspension, but we were still waiting to hear about everybody else. And I, I can't say like 100%, but from talking to people, I believe that those people who are under suspension right now, all of them to this day have heard nothing. Nobody's contacted them. Nobody said anything. Absolute, deathly radio silence. But uh, people in AW have all, I shouldn't say all of them, but I've, I've heard from people that have heard the rumor that today might be the day that we find out what's going on. And a lot of people would be very happy if today was the day that we found out what's going on. Because a lot of people don't have any idea what's going on. So it's, uh, what is it, 3, uh, three Eastern, noon Pacific? Uh, we'll find out if uh, those rumors are true. But I, I do believe, whether it happens today or not, uh, the fact that they've they've already made moves to uh, take some people off suspension, whether it's today or not, I do feel that we're probably closing in on the end of this. Um, I don't have all of the details, but there was an internal investigation uh, within AEW sometime in the last year. And uh, I'll just put it this way. When I was told who it was, I had absolutely no idea who this person is, okay? so But the point is, there was an internal investigation, and it went on for months. So I think that's why, you know, everybody was taken off. You know, they're, they're advertising for the next pay-per-view. The Young Bucks are not advertised for the next pay-per-view. Obviously, they're not going to uh, advertise uh, Punk because whatever happens, I mean, even if... Everyone's cleared. You're all welcome to come back. He can't come back for eight, ten months anyway. But um, I think that's why, you know, Bucks were stripped of the titles, Bucks and Kenny, not on any ad. I mean, they have no idea how long this could go. But I do kind of have this feeling that we're nearing the end here. So we shall see. Let's get this show on the road, right? Right. Thank you, Mike. Do I have to give you a super follow nope. to uh, answer? Okay. Uh, yeah, but if you, you know what? If you give me a super follow, I may answer your question. What do you think about that? And there's another story, by the way. I just got to get this out because there have been a lot of stories of late, and uh, they're all much ado about nothing. 
But man, for whatever reason, they just blow up. And the latest one was Kenny Omega told the AEW roster that I wouldn't have hired 80% of you. Guys, hear this story? Listen. I had, I didn't have all the details, but the day that this meeting occurred, and the next day here on this show, what did I tell everybody? I said, well, there were a bunch of people that spoke, and when the meeting was over, there were a few people, and I'm talking a few, that were, uh, you know, not thrilled. But the vast majority of the folks that came out of this meeting felt a lot better about everything. That's what I told you. And it's not just me. Other people had the same report. So then it comes out a few days ago. Kenny said I wouldn't have hired. Okay. That just doesn't even make any sense. These stories don't even match up. Kenny did make a comment, but the comment was directed at Will Ospreay. And Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega are feuding. They've been going back and forth on Twitter. And it was a tongue-in-cheek comment. He was joking. And, uh, you know, I, 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 maybe there were a couple of people that didn't get the joke in the room, okay? But this is much ado about nothing. Kenny did not go in there. He did not bury the roster. Everybody wasn't mad about it. He made a joke. And the vast majority of people walking out of that room felt better than they did before the meeting. So I don't know where this blew up at. Dave wrote in The Observer the same thing. It's not true. But uh, it's like one thing after another is in the aftermath of this uh, press conference disaster. I'm not even really going to justify it other than to point out there is a reason that it took this long for this story to grow legs and then become the creature that it became. Either somebody willingly decided to look at his sarcasm pointed towards Will Ospreay and then pass that on because they were salty or something got lost in the translation from someone hearing about that because someone's salty. That's it. That's it. And there's a reason that it's been a non-issue until a couple of days ago, and the fact that it's blown up is, like we talked about the last show we were on, people are now looking and crawling and scratching for anything to keep the story going in their minds and to keep conversation and debate going and for them to choose their sides i mean just sit back the investigation is going to come out whenever it's over people are going to be off suspension we will hear more about it at that point but right now this is all fanfic it's turned into fanfic it turned into fanfic that night and everything has just kind of grown legs do i have to explain this again in the chat no, this is, this is not Kenny Omega being mean and pretending it's a joke, oh, okay? Him and Will Ospreay are friends. They are going to have matches together. They're, they're building... It's fake. It's phony. They're, they're building up a, a storyline, and they were joking during a meeting. Since when was wrestling real? Have I missed something? Okay, I got to move on. Or I'm going to lose my mind. Dynamite, Wednesday. 1.2 million viewers, up 13.5% from last week. Best viewership since September 22nd of last year. 18 to 49, a .39, which was up 2.6%. Best rating in the category since June 1st. Ratings were up in every single demo. 
the whole show, there was nothing, not one quarter on the show, uh, dipped below one million. It was basically actually 1.2 million across the board, except the uh, women in the death spot did about a million. But uh, they didn't dip below a million. And uh, it was just, you know, not big lead in fall throughout the show, not only caring about the two title matches or the, the title tournament matches. It was 1.2 million people wanted to watch pretty much the whole damn show. And they did from start to finish. So very, very good number. And uh, year over year, uh, first year they have not had a decline in total viewership. Although they are down in 18 to 49, which is a story. But uh, we'll be back in a moment with Dave. Talk to him about some of this stuff. Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Come on. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call Pack Rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. 
800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer is joining us. And uh, Dave, not in the Observer. Actually, it might be in the Observer. I haven't uh, read the entire Observer yet, but the story that uh, potentially NBC Universal and Warner yeah. could do. Yeah, that, a, that one's that one's not in the Observer. This could poten- a, a potential merger of the home of Raw and the home of Dynamite. Well, wonders never cease. Of course, that happens in 2022. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to. Uh, I mean, it's. I know the stories just broke today, and we'll have to wait and see. You know. Obviously, there's talk. These stories don't break without talk. I mean, it would take uh, governmental approval, which I don't. I would hope was not a rubber stamp because this is this is a pretty, uh, you know, this consolidation of of media is, is a very scary story, really, because it cuts down on options and things like that, and and you know, the ramifications of that one. I mean, far 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 bigger than wrestling, but but they obviously would be there for wrestling as well. Yes. And for anybody that just heard this and is immediately now freaking out about it, negotiations on this could not happen until the spring of 2024 because of the way that Warner Brothers and Discovery just merged. So it would not be right away. But it is something that a lot of people, judging from this Hollywood Reporter article, are thinking that it's a fait accompli, that this is at some point going to happen. Yeah, it's it's a gigantic news story, you know, more than just in wrestling, yeah. All right, so the new Observer, I mean, obviously talk about fallout from the press conference. And it's been quite the last couple of days, but uh, I don't know about you, but I've kind of heard and sort of have the feeling that we may be wrapping this up soon. Well, I mean, you would think um, it should be wrapped up very soon. And, and, um, you know, as far as the future direction of AEW and things like that and what changes or non-changes are going to be made, um, you would think that that's all going to be coming out in the next, you know, week or two. Um, and what they are, I mean, we'll, we'll have to find out and, um, what the end story is. Um, a lot of people have been waiting for that one. What do you make of this, uh, this rating for AEW this Wednesday? It was a big rating. Um, I mean, this is probably a lot of factors. It was not, um, I mean, it was very, very big and over 50, which, so it's kind of like, the viewer number, I mean, it's the biggest number they've ever had on TBS, so it's a great number. Um, and the 1849 number was was a very, very strong number, and it was first, as they've been most weeks for the last couple of months. Um, so it's it's a great number, but, um, yeah, I mean, why they would have more over 50 viewers this week? Um, I mean, there's there was less competition for men than usual, and people are starting to, you know, and TV viewing is going up because it's not the summer. Um, but also, I mean, more than anything else, it's good. The product is the big part of it. So there's curiosity in the product. I mean, the thing is they didn't open any larger than usual. They opened no, it, it was very the, stable the entire way. Yeah. They opened at the same level that they usually open. So it's not like a whole bunch of new, what happened was, is the people who are watching, usually people watching the show, um, AW will watch an average of about 70 minutes of the show, which is actually a good percentage compared to a lot of TV shows. 
And obviously with this one, they probably watched a lot longer. You know, I mean, it's been a long, long time since the peak in 1849s was the main event segment. Um, so, I mean, a lot of credit would go to Jericho and Danielson that people wanted to see that match. And also the um, the tag team title match did did surprisingly well, which was, um, you know, Swerve and Keith Lee against Phoenix and Pentagon. So those were the keys. The keys was maintaining the audience um, throughout the show and, and what they did to do it and those were the key factors in doing it so um you know danielson and jericho was was bigger than i think a lot of people anticipated i mean it it, it bodes well for this week coming up because they have a really loaded show so um but it, it was also again like espn had women's college basketball on so it's like the competition for men the, you know aw dominated with men viewers and even beat you know the second hour of aew the nine to ten hour was second on all of television. There was one show, I believe it was on NBC, um, that beat it. Um, it beat, you know, all the other networks. So, I mean, it's, it's, um, people are watching, you know, I mean, that's, that's, it's, it's a great feather in their cap, you know, um, so that's you know, the story. Yeah. I, uh, I had predicted that this show was going to do six straight weeks of one million plus as a result of just the fallout, people curious, and then there were going to be tournaments for a vacant title, and then the champion was going to be crowned, and then the fallout to the champion being crowned. And we're at four or five now. I forget what we're number four. we're at now. We're four. four. We're, we're at four straight. But this was, this was higher than I expected this week. It was higher than everyone and expected. I have a I have a question, because somebody asked, and uh, it might have been the mailbag, but what was, uh, what was Raw's 50-plus decline? Raw's 50-plus decline, I could actually look that up. It would take all of a few seconds. Well, as you're doing that, I will yes. say that they basically stated that, you know, there's a lot of wrestling on television every week. And oh, and people, people aren't going to devote as many hours and people who may have watched football on Monday. Yeah, that's the theory, that, that some, of those 50, some of those viewers, because Raw had a big drop against, against uh, football, and uh, and whatever the, the, else, the, it, it, the over fifty drop. Um, it was around. Um, oh, I have it right here. It was down eleven percent from from the week before. And is that larger than usual, or? Well, I mean, it it did a point eight nine, and it's been doing in the like like um, it's 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 you know it's lower than it's been doing. Yeah, because of. The, the NFL. So I, I think that one of the main reasons the show did over a million was you had two tur two semifinal tournament matches. It was a good show. You had a tag title match. Obviously, people were interested in in Danielson and in Jericho. But I mean, I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that some people chose not to watch Raw this week to watch football, and having not already seen three hours of wrestling, they decided to watch some more wrestling on Wednesday. I, I think there's something to that. I mean, I don't think that's the major reason. I don't think I it's do... the major reason, but I think but, that might have been a portion of this. Yeah. Which could bode well throughout football season if there are fans that on you know certain weeks decide they're going to watch football instead of wrestling and then decide to watch uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. Well, if that's the case, then NXT is going to be a big beneficiary of this, too. Well, NXT was up, down, too. Yeah, they were down in almost all demos, but they were up 10.5% and people over 50 yeah, NXT was up in, in over 50 by a, by a good margin, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of NXT, we're, uh, we're moving back. They're getting rid of all the colors, and uh, Ryan Katz is back, started back on Monday, and it looks like they're going to try to do something resembling the uh, prior NXT regime. And, well, the, uh, the, the person who's in charge of the company was the person who 
um, was in charge of the prior NXT regime, so that's his brainchild of what it should be. So I'm sure it's going to revert more closely to what was done before before he got his power taken away. So yeah, I mean, I think that's that's kind of obvious. Now there were there were kind of two uh, periods of NXT Black and Gold. There was the earlier period, which was very very hot. And then once the Wednesday Night Wars kicked off, there was a second period which was not quite as hot. And one of the one of the differences, besides the competition and et cetera, et cetera, is uh, you had a one-hour show versus a two-hour show. Yep. And now it's going to be a two-hour show every week. And obviously, you know, great talent is going to go up to the main roster and do whatever they were doing in NXT and not getting different gimmicks or being lost in the shuffle or whatever. Although... A certain amount of talent, you are going to get lost in the shuffle. But how how closely do you think this revamped NXT can get to the glory days of NXT? Or has that ship fully sailed? Well, nothing's ever fully sailed. It, you know, in the end of the day, if the right person comes along, you know, this is star-driven business. If the right star comes along, anything is possible. Um, without that, you know, you're kind of at, you'll probably be at the level that you're at, you know, um, I don't think, I don't think anything's going to remarkably change unless something, you know, something clicks, somebody clicks, um, you know, you'll, you could have some good weeks here and there, you know, when you build up like a major show, but the, as a general direction, it's going to be where, where they are unless something clicks and, and, um, for NXT, it's harder now because it used to be years ago, you had these guys that would get hot in Ring of Honor and um, and perhaps even Impact. And then WWE would get them and put them in NXT and they were established names. And so that was part of the formula. And I suppose that could still happen, but it's not happening as frequently. As frequently. There is no ROH, so that's not going to happen. But with, with you know, it'd be Im- Impact is really the only one that would be at that level. And... You know, a lot of the guys in Impact are not guys. They've either been through WWE or um, and wouldn't be a big deal going back. Or um, in some cases, you know, if WWE really wanted them, um, they would have them. And clearly, you know, they don't. So it would. I, I guess the idea is it takes somebody super hot that's new in Impact and then going to NXT and also getting hot. That would be the kind of a thing. Or or somebody just on the independent scene that's. Um, really good. The problem with the ind- with, with with on the independent scenes, we see people right away, so we're going to know who they are. Um, so, you know, it's not like uh, you know, Braun Breaker is is the uh, the exception to the rule of a guy who walked in and became somebody. Um, I don't think we're going to be seeing guys like that very often. One other uh, quick note, then we got to wrap up the segment. Uh, Ricky Steamboat is returning to the ring. Shocked me, especially since. He wasn't there uh, for that flare retirement. He wouldn't do the flare retirement. He'd had major health issues. I guess he's fine now, but, I mean, he had years of problems. I mean, I, I remember he and I talking about it on more than one occasion. And that was, you know, and he's 69 years old. And, and again, if he was going to do something, I would think the flare thing would be the one you would want to do. But maybe, um, maybe he felt if he's working with somebody younger that it would be better. I don't know. I was, But I was stunned. You know, I mean, he was a guy who, let's face it, Ricky Steamboat retired as a wrestler. He did the comeback with WWE, but he retired in 1994. That's a long time ago. Yes, it is. All right, got to wrap this up. But, Dave, I want to thank you so much. The New Observer, 40,000 words of news and information every week up right now at WrestlingObserver.com. So check it out. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. It's a new day. Yes, it is. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to do the Dynamite Report here in a moment. And uh, I always live tweet the pay-per-views because I'm watching live. But as a West Coaster, can't really live tweet because I watch them whenever I watch them. But I do think that just for the fun of it, I may uh, I may tweet my thoughts during all the TV shows to my super followers on Twitter. Won't that be exciting? I got a lot of jokes I can make, but I got to save them for my most loyal Twitter followers. My super followers. Mm. By the way, Timothy, who may be a super follower now that I think about it, 
He says, my theory on this week's Dynamite number is similar to yours, Brian. I suspect there's a type of fan who watches both WWE and AEW, but is mainly an NFL fan. They watch Monday Night Football over Raw, therefore tuned into Dynamite instead to get their wrestling fix. And his next part is key. And before I read it, I want to explain something. We do these, uh, uh, every week we talk about the ratings, and it happens regularly. There's a big high... Oh, there's a big low. And everybody freaks out, and then, like, next week it's back to normal. And then some people are like, oh, we should only talk about ratings once a month. And, I mean, I guess you could do that, but I don't mind giving you the gist of the ratings every week, but you do have to look for, for patterns, okay? And, you know, I, I when, when I saw the football decline, it is only one week, but I have concluded early that uh, I think what happened is, if you look at the raw ratings, the last, and this is a pattern, ever since Triple H took over, the raw numbers have been a lot higher. And clearly there are people who quit that are giving the show another chance. And so when the raw rating took that big hit, you know, my conclusion is those are the people that were giving it another shot. But realistically, you know, they're, they're still more casual and they're they're watching football, and uh, his point here, which does indicate a pattern, is that dynamite often does better during the NFL season every year when Raw goes down, and in fact that is correct, because if you recall the closest that dynamite ever came to beating Raw in eighteen to forty nine, and they actually did beat them like you know it was like one or two times or something like that, was during football season. And we have seen this week, it's only this week, but it is, I mean, it's the beginning of a pattern because it happened for both NXT and Dynamite. Raw was down 25%, and NXT got a bump, and Dynamite got a bump. And if this happens again next week, Raw is, you know, whatever they did this week, 1.7 million, but NXT is up, you know, close to where they were this week. And and Dynamite has another good week, which they should anyway because of the... We're going to have to look for patterns beyond, hey, the title's going to be decided. I mean, I think there's a good chance that this is what's going on. There's only People only have so much time to watch wrestling, unless it's your job. And if you're skipping Raw on Mondays for football, NXT or Dynamite, whichever is your preference, that might be your wrestling fix in the middle of the week. So this will be an interesting thing to track. I don't have any comments on this. I'm going to wait till everybody uh, sends me money on PayPal. That's paypal.com, I think, slash Sempervivi. Then I'll let you know what I think about this. It's as close as I can get to super followers since I'm still wow. about 300 people short of 10,000. Wow. I know. Hey, what would you guys think of this Dynamite show? The fans seemed to like it because it was exceedingly stable throughout the show. Exceedingly stable? It was. I've, been, I, I've actually been... Uh, been described as that at, at moments you? in my life. Yes. It's usually after they give me the shot, but yes, I, I've gone back to being exceedingly stable. But uh, look, it was not, I know the crowd, people kind of jumped on the crowd for being quiet at times. To me, they just didn't have a lot of people there. And I guess there were times where they may have been a little quiet, but I think that maybe have been overdone a little bit. But I think people may have been also been looking to try to pick at that show because well, I thought it was actually solid throughout. The other day, Mike... The other day, I lost my mind about the black and white, which, by the way, smacked out tonight. God help me. <laughs> but anyway, I lost my mind over Karrion Cross 
sucking the the color out of the cameras. Yes. And I walked off the show. And I said, Mike, did you watch SmackDown? Mm-hmm. You said, no. Were you lying or was that the truth? I was lying. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I watched SmackDown for sure. And you know what I noticed? Sad. Well, they were in Seattle, and that crowd was, uh, as the kids say, lit. They were lit, yeah. So after watching that SmackDown in Seattle... And watching Dynamite, no, this was not overstated. This crowd was dead, except they did go, this is a WWE crowd. They went crazy for the entrances. Well, that's true. They went crazy if you did something totally nuts like Keith well, Lee's Destroyer, which is one of the greatest spots I ever saw in my life. The more I think about it, I'm just like, wow. And then, um, uh, you know, they went crazy for, for the, the, big, the yeah, big the main event. The, the big finish, main yeah. eventers having a main event. But, well, bro, don't tell me you can watch that show and not watch some of these matches and go, no one is talking. Well, I, I, just, I think it was overdone a little bit because they had, like, what, 3,500, 4,000 people there, whatever it was in WWE. Well, had significantly more than that Mike, in Key Bang. They did, but uh, there have been some shows that have done about 3,500 fans <laughs> where it sounds like they got 10,000, and True. you're baffled, and then you look and you go, there was only 3,500... Well, anyway, let's get to this. I still think it was, yeah, it was overblown a little bit for, for the action and, frankly, for the type of show that it was. John Moxley and Sammy Guevara they had a very good match. No one thought Sammy could win, and he didn't. They did a low-blow spot behind the referee's back, but nobody bought it. And then John Moxley killed him, and he moves on to the finals. This was a very, very good match. We had MJF come to the ring, and he was so over. They're cheering him, and he doesn't want it. Like, the moment he comes out, they're cheering, and so he does the cut my music. They're still cheering. He immediately starts bearing them. They cheer even louder. No matter what he does, they cheer. Till he finally calls John Moxley a drunk. And then he got some heat. But uh, he had to do a promo where he actually can't say anything. Because you can't go too hard on Moxley... Otherwise, is Moxley winning the tournament? And if he's not, you went so hard and he's that's not the next title. So anyway, he kind of had to go on Moxley. He kind of had to go on Jericho. He kind of had to go on uh, Brian Danielson. Given the spot that they're in after the press conference, I thought he did the best he could. And I know some people didn't think it was his, his greatest promo, but uh. there's only so much you can do when you can't do anything. So overall, I thought he did a, a hell of a job. And then poor Stokely came out, and, man, crickets. And he explains all of his guys what they all want, except we still don't know what Morrissey wants because he doesn't appear to want to be there. Yeah, he wants to be paid and left alone. I get this. I completely understand that. In that type of faction, if they are a bunch of rogue guys that are being called together, much like Pulp Fiction, or excuse me, like Reservoir Dogs, all coming from different walks, all coming in just for a paycheck when they're needed by the big boss. There's always going to be somebody on the outside, a little surly, doesn't really like anybody else, really wouldn't be there, but the money's good, and that's what he's there for. Stokes, and a big hug from Stokely. Stokes blokes. I like it. <laughs> I like it. It'll be the one who ends up being Cormega of the group. Jungle Boy and Jay Lethal, quiet crowd again, although as they got to the finish, they got him into the match. Why? Because Jay Lethal is one of the best. He's unbelievable. And Jungle Boy's improved dramatically. They he, Jungle Boy did a counter of a figure four into a snare trap, which I'm still not even sure how he did that, but he did, and it was awesome. And he got the submission. We had Hook in Action Bronson doing a video. And, man, you look at this Action Bronson, and you're like, 
action. You he's, just said that, didn't you? He's definitely not built for this business. But oh, then, he's built for the business. But then, <laughs> but then, the video package they did of this guy hitting stuff, it's like, this man's action Bronson all right. <laughs> this guy, he may not look it, but he gets his hands on you, and you're in deep trouble, especially if you're Daddy Magic or Angelo Parker. His Titantron should just be all those times at his shows where he just picks people up in a DVD, they get on stage, and just he throws them off. I mean, there's plenty of that out there. He should add that. And imagine what this entrance is going to be and how long it actually goes for, too. There's a really good possibility that the entrance goes a lot longer than that match. We had a bunch of video packages. Powerhouse Hobbs beat Matt DiMartino, the best <laughs> geek jobber you ever saw. And then uh, Starks return for a brawl, so that's going to continue. Swerving our glory in the Lucha Bros. Dude, this match. I mean, they did a lot of stuff. Well, I don't remember a thing they did, except that spot at the end where Phoenix does a Spanish fly, gets on his knees, Penta springs off his back, gives Keith Lee. I'm not joking, dude. This was the greatest Canadian destroyer I ever saw in my life. He bounced off his head like a pogo stick. I have no idea how. I don't know how he's dead. I don't know how he's not hurt. And this building melted down. It was like they were in a smelter. It all just melted down. Golly. And Swerving Our Glory won. And then the Acclaim came out to cut a promo. And I don't know what's going on. It has to be by design. They're not letting Max Caster rap. Of course, And Brian. I guess he's going to do his big rap when he comes out next yes. week. But next week. He's Look, they, got to. To me, they've done the smartest thing they could do to have Swerve come out that first week where everybody wanted him to say something about everything that had been going on. Perfect. Especially after the way that tag match went at the pay-per-view where everybody, almost to a person, all the fans turned on, well, didn't really turn, but backed the acclaim in that deal. For him to come out to do that again to me, that's perfect. Kip, cut him off for another week if you have to, but you're doing the match next week. To me, that's perfect. As long as they win, and by that I mean the acclaimed, it's time to do it now. Do them and the ass boys for the tag titles and do whatever you're going to do with Swerve and Keith Lee. So we had the women who had been uh, put in the first hour a lot, and uh, you know they were not the highest rated segment when they were in the first hour, but when they were in the first hour, they did fine. Man, they put him back in the death spot, and it died. Britt Baker and Serena versus Tony Storm and Athena. And uh, I didn't even think about this till yesterday. Vinny brought it up, but now I'm baffled. So Serena yep. pinned Tony. Yep. Okay. And then they did a little stuff afterwards with uh, Britt and Jamie Hayter. They're still, you know, Jamie still hates Britt. But uh, I, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me because in my, sometimes my brain, fills things in and so my brain filled in okay well we continued the brit and uh uh jamie Hater. story and then we had serena pin tony to set up a title match and then it turns out that it's a four-way yeah i know what so next week it's tony brit athena and serena in a four-way for the aw women's title why? You know, I can't believe I'm saying this. Those four in an NXT ring may have been better than those four in an AEW ring. There's there's talent in there. I just don't know what does not click with these matches. But they don't click. They don't click to the fans. There are individual performances that are good, and I'm not trying to bury them. But, like, 
I don't know what needs to give, but something needs to give. I actually think I know why they did this. I don't agree with it, but I think I know why. But I want to make sure we talk about Jericho and uh, Danielson. Bro, this main event was awesome. If you saw the pay-per-view, it was way better than their pay-per-view match. And just they beat the hell out of each other. Chops and grappling and wrestling. and old. It was an old-school professional wrestling championship tournament match. And uh, Brian Danielson beat him in the end with the uh, uh, LaBelle lock. And then Daniel Garcia backstage nodded. And uh, and overall, I mean, I thought this was an excellent show from top to bottom. After the break, I'll give you my theory on why it's a four-way. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. 
we provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, I got a sprint like Excalibur here. First off, as first heard by my super followers on Twitter, yes, tomorrow, WWE has a press conference in Las Vegas, which is going to announce the main event of the Saudi pay-per-view, which is probably going to be Logan Paul and Roman Reigns. But we shall see. But that is taking place tomorrow. And uh, my theory on why this match is a uh, uh, four-way next week, when it should be a singles if you look at the booking. I don't know if this is why, but this is my theory, okay? I'm not saying it's because of me, because a lot of people said this, but self-fulfilling prophecy, you always put the women in the death spot. People get the idea that they're not worth watching, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy they're never going to draw. You've got to try to put them elsewhere. It may take a hit, but you've got to position them as a big deal, and eventually then people will see them as a big deal, okay? So, beginning in August, the women started appearing in the first hour. And what were the matches? August 3rd, Britt and Jamie versus Thunder and Tony. August 31st, Sheeta and Tony versus Britt and Jamie. Uh, and then there was, uh, I think there was another one. The point of this is, they moved th- the women earlier in the show, and they did all right. And all of those matches I read were multi-person women matches. They weren't singles matches. Tag match, tag match, tag match. So my theory is that he believes, okay, well, you know, we're going to take the biggest stars that we have in the women's division, and we're going to position them in a better place, and we'll see if we can if they can draw or whatever. So that's why I believe that next week, once again, it's four of the biggest women's stars that they're going to try to position in a prominent place on the Arthur Ashe show, as opposed to just doing a one-on-one match. That's my theory. With that said, it should have been a singles match. Right? Yeah. She pinned the champion. It's true. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Top Tiers. Thanks, Super Followers. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.